Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. What a show we have for you today. Tons of videos to go to. Tons of stuff to talk about. Everything from The Great Reset climate restrictions being enacted where they're telling you you have to have a pass to go from neighborhood to neighborhood to the Fauci deposition. Major breaking news to cover on today's program. But first, we go to this video. It's the latest from Greg Reese. Fall on your sword, Mr. Fauci. A farewell to the modern Dr. Mangala. Here it is. You are the foil you are the fake 40 years later still on the take funny how time hasn't tarnished your name maybe you're finally out of the game you are the shyster you are the shill running your racket on capitol hill you are the sentinel you are the science of an immense and unholy alliance you are the hero in your own book you could be Nero, you could be Hook, you could be someone but not anymore. Now you're the world's biggest industry So fall on your sword, Mr. Fauci. Dare say you won't be missed. Another ruthless thug will surely take your place. But at least we'll never have to see your smug and smiling face. the bees cross-pollinating spreading disease dreaming our dreams in a terrible mess you are the doctor you think you know Are the people, the petulant masses, you fill us with pills, you spray us with gases, inject us with fear in a media blitz, scaring and selling us out of our wits, selling us out to a ravenous power, while Kissinger laughs in his ivory tower, a killer, a thief, and a consummate liar. I'm here to set those lace panties on a fire. So fall on your sword, Dr. Fauci. Welcome to your wall. Take decades to untie The who and how and where of it 
Haven't you had enough, my friend? It's time to say Sword Mr. Fauci by Jude Roberts, juderoberts.com slash Fauci, J-U-D-E Roberts. Uh, that was excellent. That was extremely excellent. So the song by Jude Roberts, the video, of course, by Greg Reese, Greg Reese on band.video. Share that link, ladies and gentlemen, as we bid a not-so-fond farewell to the murderous little elf, Anthony Fauci. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The American Journal. What a show we have for you today. we got a lot of videos to get to, some, some very big and important stories, and uh, some, some stories of indeterminate importance. <laughs> I guess we'll all have to judge. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show as well. Talking about everything from the Great Reset tactics currently assaulting Europe in the most egregious ways. And some videos from uh, Kanye West's newest interview. He and Nick Fuentes went on the Gavin McGinnis show. It's behind a paywall, unfortunately, but we've grabbed plenty of clips from it. Paywalls. Who has paywalls? Not Infowars. That's true. Our information is free. For everyone. Isn't that a better system? Well, it's only possible because you go to InfoWarsStore.com, but we won't get into that right now. Instead, we'll start today, as we do every day, with our daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Tuesday, the 6th of December, 2022. Kanye to Proud Boys founder, Jewish people forgive Hitler. Kanye West said the rules of the country will be based on the Bible in an interview with Gavin McGinnis and Nick Fuentes less than a week after Kanye West praised Adolf Hitler in an interview with conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. West, flanked by white supremacist Nick Fuentes, that's his name now, by the way. It's kind of like how Muslim people uh, say peace be upon him whenever they say Muhammad. Every time you say Nick Fuentes, you have to say white supremacist, white nationalist, anti-Semite, one of those words. We just – we could – shorten it like the like the muslims do pb what is it pbuh peace be upon him uh, just uh, ws nick fuentes sat down with proud boys founder gavin mcginnis to demand the jewish people forgive hitler demand he's demanding that they forgive hitler it's a suggestion i would say it's more of a suggestion the 45-minute episode titled Saving Yay on the alt-right video platform Censored.tv opens with McKinnis at an airport spouting off his desire to prevent Yay West from becoming an anti-Semite or a Nazi and to talk him off the ledge. In the same breath, McKinnis's voices his hopes to show West that our problem is liberal elites of all races and then proceeds to name two black leaders, Kamal Harris and Barack Obama, as a, quote, major problem. Well, I don't think uh, Kamal Harris is black, actually. I don't, I don't know where they got that from. <laughs> I think she's Indian and Jamaican or something. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're going to show you clips from this. We're going to we're going to get into it. We're going to see what he has to say. 
Interestingly, uh, after the first Yay interview with um, Alex Jones, I had uh, taken my notepad app and uh, taken one single note, and it was, uh, is forgiveness a Jewish value? Is that a Jewish um, virtue? Is that something celebrated in the Jewish faith? I honestly don't know, so maybe a caller will call in and, uh, and tell me about that. But we'll get into, you know, the spiritual conflict, I guess you could put, uh, between, um, you know, two religions that, and this might be breaking news to everybody, aren't the same religion. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting how that happens, how you have two religions with uh, different values. What? Yeah, that's what they're there for. Meanwhile, Musk's Neuralink faces federal inquiry after killing 1,500 animals in testing. Dear Lord, you're next, folks. Brain implant company accused of causing needless suffering and death amid pressure from CEO. Elon Musk's Neuralink, a medical device company, is under federal investigation for potential animal welfare violations amid internal staff complaints that its animal testing is being rushed, causing needless suffering and death, according to documents reviewed by Reuters and sources similar with the investigation and company operations. Neuralink Corp. is developing a brain implant it hopes will help paralyze people to walk again and cure other neurological ailments. Yeah, amongst other things. <laughs> amongst other things it plans to do. Yeah, no, it likes to highlight the, the nice, wonderful-sounding things. But there's a whole host of other things that you can get up to with it as well, aren't there? The federal investigation, which has not been previously reported, was opened in recent months by the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Inspector General at the request of a federal prosecutor, according to two sources with, an, with knowledge of the investigation. The inquiry, one of the sources said, focused on violation... Uh, violations of the Animal Welfare Act, which governs how researchers treat and test some animals. Now, obviously, we've covered this story. We've talked about the uh, way that monkeys being tested Neuralink on them uh, are being mistreated. But, you know, this is, the type, this is the type of world we live in when, like, even when the government is doing something ostensibly good, you know it's not for a good reason. You know it's not because they actually care about animals. It's because, it, like— I don't know. Does anybody else fall for this? It's like Twitter's under an investigation. And also they're going to go ahead and place Tesla under investigation. They'll place Elon Musk under personal investigation. Oh, and by the way, they're opening up an animal abuse investigation into Neuralink. It's like, okay, is this about investigating to get to the bottom of some sort of crime? Or is this you using your power to try to destroy or at least throw roadblocks in the way of your political enemy? If we're going to charge people for animal abuse, maybe Dr. Fauci should be on the top of that list. But that's not the way the world works anymore. If you're a part of the club, you can tie beagles down, uh, put their face in a cage that's uh, swarming with gnats, and just sit back and observe as the uh, dog's face is um, eaten right in front of you, alive, while they uh, struggle, incapable of uh, defending themselves from the flesh-eating gnats. Uh, And you're fine, and nothing will happen, and they don't punish you or even ask questions into it. But do something similar, perhaps not even as bad, and they'll come down to you like a ton of bricks because you're, you know, against them politically. It's pretty amazing how that works. This is how virtue dies, folks. This is how you even – like you can't even let the government do good things because they're only going to do those things if it, politi- if it benefits them politically. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court is in session. They're hearing arguments on a far-reaching elections case. 
It is a case with, quote, profound consequences for American democracy, says J. Michael Luttig, a former federal appeals court judge, long a hero to conservatives. Chief Justice Nathan L. Hecht of the Texas Supreme Court, a Republican, said it's the biggest federalism issue in a long time, maybe ever. On Wednesday, the U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments in Moore versus Harper, a dispute between voting rights advocates in the North Carolina General Assembly, which is controlled by Republicans, that could dramatically increase the power that state legislators have over voting issues. And we'll get more into that a little bit later. A couple big Supreme Court cases going on right now that we'll let you know about. Meanwhile, more than 400 Texas Methodist churches vote to leave the denomination. More than 400 Texas churches voted this weekend to cut ties with the United Methodist Church after decades of disagreements over over issues like same-sex marriage. Members of the Northwest Texas Conference of the United Methodist Church gathered Saturday for a special session where 145 congregations agreed to leave or disaffiliate from the the wider denomination. This includes churches stretching from West Texas to the Panhandle. The same day, the Texas Annual Conference met at a church in Houston and ultimately resulted in 294 of its 598 member churches across East East Texas deciding to officially leave as well. It's believed many of these churches will join the more conservative breakaway denomination, the Global Methodist Church. These breaks hardly surprised Texas religious scholars who largely anticipated such moves to happen. In recent years, the divisions formed on defying or abiding by UMC's ban on same-sex marriages and ordaining openly LGBTQ clergy. The denomination has repeatedly upheld these bans at the Legislative General conferences, but some U.S. churches and clergy have decided to go against them. See, sometimes uh, sometimes religion and the, the Christian faith is, um, you know, an, an unmovable, unchanging revelation by God predicated on the entire history of uh, the Jewish prophets leading up to and culminating in uh, Jesus Christ. But other times it's however the wind blows. <laughs> other times it's whatever the Disney Channel tells them is the right thing to do. So it gets confusing, and now they're splitting. Finally, we have this story, which we will be spending a lot of time on today. Traffic filters will divide city into six 15-minute neighborhoods, agreed high, agrees highway counselor. What could that mean? It means that roadblocks will stop most motorists from driving through the Oxford City Center, center, and these roadblocks will divide the city into six 15-minute neighborhoods, a county council travel chief has said, and he insisted the controversial plan will go ahead whether people liked it or not. (laughs) Yeah, this is the democracy the Great Reset is helping us save. Uh, Duncan Enright, Oxford County Council. County Council's cabinet member for travel and development strategy explained the authority's traffic filter proposals in an interview in the Sunday Times. He said the filters would turn Oxford into a 15-minute city with local services within a small walking radius, saying it's about making sure you have the community center, which has all the essential needs, bottle of milk, pharmacy, GP schools, all that you need to have in a 15-minute neighborhood. What it really means is that you're going to have to get a permit to go 15 minutes away from your house. It means you're being confined in a 15-minute radius and you have to get permission from the government to leave. December 2022 is here, and we are proud and very excited to announce that free shipping is back at InfoWarsStore.com. That's right, free shipping on all orders of $50 or more. But we've signed a new deal with a big national shipping company, and they're able to cut our regular shipping cost by up to 50%. So that means even on orders that are below $50, you're going to be paying way lower than you were previously. This is a game changer. We're so excited about it. Our listeners should really ask for free shipping again. 
We couldn't afford it before, but by moving to a bigger national distributor, we're able to do it. So now, your orders will be shipped even faster. The same great customer service and more. So, get huge discounts and free shipping on so many great items at InfoWarsStore.com right now. I want to thank you all for your support, but now there's no excuse to boost your immune system, lead a healthier life, and keep InfoWars on the air. InfoWarsStore.com. Christmas 2022 is almost here, and we have great products at InfoWarsStore.com that empower your body, your libido, your immune system, that just enrich your life. So whether it's Vitamin Mineral Fusion or DNA Force Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, they're all still in stock, discounted up to 60% with promo code 1776. And now, finally, we have brought back free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com on orders of $50 or more and big discounts on the regular shipping as well. Plus the book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, signed or unsigned, it's also available with free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com. So again... That's free shipping on all orders, $50 or more at InfoWarsStore.com and up to 60% off at checkout with promo code 1776. And we've got the signed and unsigned copies of the Great Reset War for the World book as well, which make perfect stocking stuffers. Don't wait. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, welcome back. This is The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I have, well, no less than a dozen clips from Kanye West's interview with Gavin McGinnis yesterday. He and Nick Fuentes went on Gavin McGinnis' show. Sort of clarify some of uh, some of what he went over on the Alex Jones show. I always think when we do these shows, I think we got three hours. We have plenty of time. I'll spend a little bit of time on the pop culture stuff. Then we'll get to what really matters. And then I end up spending like two hours and all of the phone calls on the on the pop culture. So I'm not going to do that today. We're going to start with what's actually important today. We're going to talk about what's going on in the UK and how it ties into you know everything else that we're seeing happen uh, in terms of the Great Reset. Because, boy, is it on. It's on like you've never seen it before. Traffic filters, this is from OxfordMail.co.uk. Traffic filters will divide the city into six 15-minute neighborhoods, agrees Highways Counselor. They say that roadblocks will stop most motorists from driving through Oxford City Center and will divide the city into six 15-minute neighborhoods, County Council Travel Chief has said. Of course, they frame it in the most beneficial and loving way possible, explaining that it's about making sure you have your community center, which has all of those essential needs, the bottle of milk, pharmacy, GP, schools, which you need to have a 15-minute neighborhood. It's about making things more walkable and loving, right? Of course not. The, the real purpose of this ghettoization, this open-air concentration camp that's now being imposed on Oxford uh, is down a little bit farther along the article where they say people can drive freely around their own neighborhoods and can apply for a permit to drive through the filters and into other neighborhoods for up to 100 days per year. This equates to an average of two days per week. 
So again, they just they're like, we're going to make things more walkable and livable. It's about having a it's about having a, a city center where you can find all of your basic necessities, your bottle of milk, your GP, your city center, your education. It's all about making a little neighborhoods, wonderful little neighborhoods. And if you try to leave, you have to apply to the government for a permit. I mean, it's just it's it's a digital Berlin wall every 15 minutes. You have to get permission to leave. This is horrifying, and it just goes hand in hand with so many other restrictions being imposed on not just people of the UK, but the people of Europe and Australia and New Zealand and a number of other countries. In the name of climate change, I guess, is that what they're predicating this on? Is that why they're saying they're doing this? Is that the excuse they're using? They're brilliant. This is a brilliant idea. Okay, I just got it right as you said that. Digital Berlin Wall. If you build a wall, people are going to want to jump over it or climb under it or they want to get past the wall. It's the line in the sand. You're against you, the building wall. You make a, you, you make a line. You make a line. People won't want to wait in it. Oh, That's what I it see. Is. You gotta, it's that, that minor know. inconvenience people, of people having People from the, the UK love standing in lines, though. If there's one thing I know about them, they can't, this is really a gift to them. It's another line they get to stand in. It's one of their favorite, uh, favorite pastimes waiting to get permission to do something well in that case they just got a a citywide upgrade no it's it's a it's a very good point of course uh, you know the big difference that people don't get because i made the joke oh you're not you're not for building the wall now there's a little bit of a difference between a wall made to keep you in and a wall made to keep other people out right a little bit different a little bit different whether you have a cage or a home it's it's a little bit different uh, one versus the other uh paul judge watson has done a video on this. We'll go to this now and then talk about uh, how this ties into all of the other stuff that they're imposing on the UK and around Europe on, on at the behest of or with the excuse of climate change, the Great Reset, rebuilding the world in a way that comports to their tyrannical and inhuman worldview. Uh, let's go now to Paul Joseph Watson. Here's his latest. They're actually doing it. Remember when the media said that climate lockdowns were just a baseless conspiracy theory and then India went ahead and imposed them anyway? Well, now de facto climate lockdowns for a major UK city have just been announced. Yep, they're actually doing it. The Daily Skeptic reports Oxford County Council is going to trial a scheme whereby the residents of the city are divided into seven zones with movement by car between the zones restricted to 100 trips per year. The plan is to use automatic license plate recognition cameras to enforce the de facto climate lockdowns. Electronic gates on key roads in and out of the city will confine people to their own area if they go over their travel rationing limit. Residents will only be allowed to leave their area a hundred times a year. That's the equivalent of just two days a week. And I'm sure that limit will be reduced even further after this scheme is implemented. They'll need special permission from the council which will decide whether the journeys are necessary. Everyone will have to register their car with the local authority so it can be tracked and traced by smart cameras. Imagine if your job requires that you have to drive from your home to a nearby town or city every day of the week, or even just three times a week. Government says no. 
That's a de facto climate lockdown. And don't think you can beat the system if you're a two-car household. Those two cars will be counted as one, meaning you'll have to divide up the journeys between yourselves. Two cars, 50 journeys each. Three cars, 33 journeys each, and so on. The lefty council actually announced this 15-minute neighbourhoods policy last year when they were elected. But only now are we discovering the true scale of this draconian population control measure. Communist-style internal borders, internal passports, all in the name of saving the planet. Of course. They want it all in place by 2024, but the trials are already set to start soon. The Oxford Mail reports that local authorities have insisted the controversial plan would go ahead whether people liked it or not. You'll be allowed to drive far less and you'll be happy. Meanwhile, you remember those hottest day ever temperatures recorded on airport tarmacs back in July? Turns out the Met Office is now stonewalling questions about their dubious measurements. Measurements that saw high temperatures recorded while typhoon jets were roaming the runway, but then dropped by over half a degree Celsius within a minute. Just outright making up crap and lying to the public on a regular basis to justify all this. I mean, yeah, why would they let that stop them. After all, it's for the greater good. Pretty incredible. They are just doing it. That's what, I mean. That's what I've been saying for a while. They're not asking permission anymore. They're not even making excuses. They're just doing it. They're just imposing these things. It is as ridiculous as Paul just explained there. But let's, uh, you know, in the meantime, combine that with some of the other stuff happening in the UK right now. Mandatory speed limiters on all UK cars from 2022. All new vehicles sold in Europe, including the UK, will be fitted with a mandatory speed limiter from 2022 to keep cars within the UK speed limits and boost road safety. Yes, we really want to boost road safety. Sorry, your freedom is just collateral damage in this. Pretty incredible. Of course, that means you're giving remote control over to your car uh, to some sort of uh, centralized computer bank. A lot of other uses you could do with that. Of course, we go to newswars.com to find this story from October of this year. Australian bank begins leaking, linking customer transactions to carbon footprint. Green social credit score scheme accelerates. At the same time that you have this, the end of ATMs in Australia, thousands of cash machines are removed across the country as banks go digital. So in case you were confused as to what exactly the Great Reset is, this is it. It is a digital worldwide prison where you will be kept within a 15-minute uh, bounds. You also have. I'm gonna get to the other stuff because my computer's kind of messing up here. Uh, but MPS Westminster will be using live facial technology at key locations in Westminster uh, on Thursday. Blah blah blah. This technology is used to help find his people who uh, have outstanding warrants. And in fact, they're starting facial recognition as early as elementary school canteens. So facial recognition, speed limiters, just a giant digital flaming eye watching you at all times and giving you permission to do absolutely anything. Christmas 2022 is almost here. And we have great products at InfoWarsStore.com that empower your body, your libido, your immune system that just enrich your life. So whether it's Vitamin Mineral Fusion or DNA Force Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, they're all still in stock, discounted up to 60% with promo code 1776. And now finally, we have brought back free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com on orders of $50 or more and big discounts on the regular shipping as well. Plus the book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, signed or unsigned. It's also available with free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com. So again, that's free shipping on all orders, $50 or more at InfoWarsStore.com and up to 60% off at checkout with promo code 1776. 
and we've got the signed and unsigned copies of the Great Reset War for the World book as well, which make perfect stocking stuffers. Don't wait, take action at InfoWarsStore.com today. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We could spend the the whole show just on this one story, especially in connection to all of the other stuff going on in tandem with this new plan. Now, Sophie... uh, Corcoran says Oxford uh, County Council yesterday approved plans to lock residents into one of six zones to save the planet from global warming. Under the new scheme, if presidents want to, if residents want to leave their zone, they will need permission from the council who gets to decide who is worthy of freedom. I mean, dear God, they're calling them traffic filters, inviting them into 15-minute neighborhoods. So just with everything else being – rolled out these days people that are being born right now people that are little kids right now will grow up in a world where they first of all are on facial recognition surveillance from essentially the moment they go outside if it hasn't even made its way inside yet but you're basically from the age of five when you go to public school as mandated you will be on facial recognition cam it'll get you used to it it'll also get you used to paying that way that's what's been rolled out in scotland and elsewhere in the uk Uh, facial recognition payment plans for school meals as well as facial recognition surveillance uh, constantly surveilling you all the time you live in a world completely saturated in video surveillance cameras absolutely everywhere in public watching you continuously cash will be a thing of the past no purchases will ever be anonymous anymore they'll be directly related to your uh, biometric signature in other words your facial recognition fingerprint something of the like you'll be indelibly tied to your bank account which is an actual bank account it's a digital bank account that will be tied to your social credit score that'll be predicated on your carbon allowance so your carbon output will be tracked your every purchase will be tracked your Person, your person will be continually tracked through facial recognition, which isn't, of course, facial recognition. It's a number of other things, including technology at this point so sophisticated that they can read your heartbeat from a distance and track you that way, which is pretty incredible to imagine. But whether it's uh, the way that you walk, uh, the way that you uh, shrug your shoulders or shake your head, all of these things will be calculated, documented stored in databases and then referenced by an algorithm who's tracking you continuously. If you want to drive somewhere, your car will, for now, you're, it's still under your power, but it won't be allowed to go above the speed limit. You'll have limiters in your car that dictate what you can do and when you can do it. That, of course, is all tied into the facial recognition, central bank digital currency, carbon social credit score. And if you want to leave your 15-minute neighborhood, not even your city, not your state, not your country. Country's borders are wide open. Country's borders are, are as porous as Swiss cheese. If some you know, Eritrean war criminal wants to cross your border, he won't just be allowed to do so. He'll be actually ferried across by your government and then placed in some sort of four-star hotel 
being served hand and foot uh, while he you know, makes himself at home in your country. But you, you won't be able to leave your neighborhood. You won't be able to walk down the street. You won't be able to go to the, the soccer pitch down the road. The football pitch. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. At the same time, you, of course, have the Dutch government forcibly confiscating land from its farmers, 3,000 farms being wholesale confiscated by the Dutch government. It's also happening in Germany. Germany orders farmers to slash fertilizer after Dutch government shuts down 3,000 farms to comply with global warming, uh, warning, warming goals. Global warming goals. Just, just open tyranny, just open Great Reset, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab-inspired restrictions on life. No purpose behind this. It's not going to save the planet from anything. It is, as the Gateway Pundit notes, organized famine. But all of this can really be summed up in this statement from the Oxford County Councilman who says it's going to happen whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not. This is the democracy that the Great Reset is sensibly trying to save, that great democracy that is at risk in Ukraine, which is why you need to starve and die for the sake of Ukraine to preserve this sacred democracy where the governments of nations work at the behest of globalist, unaligned, unelected bureaucrats and attacks, destroys, defames, liquidates its own people at the behest of this unelected cabal. And if you don't like it, what are you going to do, protest? They'll treat you with the same severity that they that the Chinese treat their prison victims, their prisoners. But it won't be reported on Western media because they're all in lockstep as they roll out this ultimate plan. We know because the Dutch for months have been rising up in rejection of this. Oh, yeah, don't even get me into the COVID blue and green passes or red and green passes like they have in China. I mean they they are literally erecting a prison planet. They are erecting an electronic concentration camp worldwide. You'll be locked into your little sector. You'll be surveilled constantly. You won't be able to do anything without permission from a centralized authority who openly despises you. And they're just doing it. They're just setting these blocks into place, building the prison around us, and nobody's doing anything about it because nobody can see the full picture. That's the thing about this. When you break it down into little pieces, you can make excuses for each little piece. You can go, no, no, it's fine. No, no, we're just going to have little little roadblocks, but it'll be totally convenient. You'll be able to go through it any time. And if, if you can – you know, convince people of this one little thing, then, you know, you you can just, you can check that off. That's another, you know, domino in place. And then you move on to the next one. But when you understand the totality of what's going on, when you take a look at everything that's happening in all these different sectors and understand this isn't one little thing about Oxfordshire that's taking place that they're trying to do, and it's pretty unique, and it's about walkable city, they're saving the earth. If you can understand that it's not just about that, it's about all of the other things taking place all at exactly the same time, And that they're all building a very recognizable structure, which is a prison. (laughs) It's pretty obvious what's going on here. So they're like, why are you so mad about this one block? This one block doesn't matter. This one block, that's not going to hurt anybody. You have that one block on top of another block on top of another block building a gate that's locked to keep you in. I mean it's not that complicated. It's that dispersed. It's that you know decentralized as they make this move on all fronts across the entire world at the same time under the same coordinated activity. 
coordinated by the ultra elites who are at this point advertising and telling us what they're doing. It's up, just up to you to listen. We can take a look at uh, clip number six here. This is what happens when you, you know, protest in this freedom-loving, democracy-centered uh, Western Europe civilization that we have now. Let's go ahead and roll it. You can just roll it as uh, B-roll since they're speaking Dutch over it. Netherlands police are using heavy machinery to tip over tractors with farmers inside of them. Oh, you want to peacefully protest your government? You want to drive your tractor in the in the city? Well, prepared to be nearly or, you know, maybe just actively run over by a tank. And they're dragged off by plainclothes policemen to be interrogated for your domestic terrorism activities. Yeah, he just got vanned. Yeah, he just got vanned. Yeah, now to go away and... Uh, now, now he's been bushed. Yes, he will be. He will be re-educated to learn how beneficial it is for him and his family to die, for them to be liquidated in the farm that's been in the family for several de- centuries to be turned over to uh, foreigners so they can live there and build it a multinational a corporation. Apartment complex. Yes, we must have a very high density apartment complex where there used to Multi, be pretty field of flowers. Structure. Multi-family structure. Yes, we're saving the world from you and your family. Make a pod, pod farm. Feeding everyone. We will replace you with a cockroach farm and a domicile for thousands of foreigners to come and live for free off of uh, the things that you would go be doing in the slave camp. So good job. You've, we are rescuing you from yourself. Just make sure not to leave your city center. It's 15 minutes. That's too far. You cannot go 15 minutes. In fact, it's a 15-minute radius so you get a full 30 minutes to drive around but beyond that we will uh, provide your you require your permits please please show us your travel permits to go to the grocery store in the next neighborhood over You're doing this for freedom it's your freedom to give us your passport it's your freedom to be on surveillance all the time without all of this without all of this tyranny how will we ever get freedom back it's very confusing i've got some good news and bad news InfoWars is running the biggest sale of 2022 right now on our amazing products. Your chance to empower your body, your health, your immune system, and more, and keep us on the air, a win-win. The bad news is a bunch of our best-selling products have already sold out, and because of supply chain breakdowns, it'll be months and months until these great products come back in. X3 sold out. Our great American coffee blend has sold out. Uh, BioTrueSelenium has sold out. But what hasn't sold out is DNA Force Plus, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, Whole Food Multivitamin, Brain Force Ultra, Super Mel Vitality, and so much more. So you've only got a few weeks to get these products at the lowest price you're ever going to find them. Don't fight the crowds. Don't fight the traffic. Don't do all your Christmas shopping in a month like a fool. Do it now. Get it all over with. Get a great deal. And keep InfoWars on the air while empowering your body. InfoWarsStore.com. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun info wars. 
sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Get crypto, fund InfoWars. Donate now, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Still so much to talk about in today's program. Everything from COVID-19, the Fauci deposition, more... Shocking stats as to sudden deaths, unexplained deaths, even in young people after having taken the shot. A couple headlines for you here. We'll talk about COVID. We'll talk about the DOJ and the FBI. We'll talk about the war in Ukraine and just what a horrific mess that is turning out to be as the Americans, in cooperation with the Ukrainians, uh, bomb targets inside Russia, just really itching to get us into that third world war, which would really just accelerate all of their plans to such a maximum degree. I mean, I think they understand. I think they get that the claims of global warming, which it's so funny they still use that term. They were supposed to move away from that term. It's, it's not supposed to be the term anymore because it's obviously not what's happening. The Antarctic just recorded its coldest Winter in like a hundred years, coldest fall, whatever, just the coldest temperatures in a very, very long time. So they changed it to climate change. I remember I've told the story before, but I just so distinctly remember this overhearing a conversation in a restaurant in San Antonio of these people saying, yeah, they don't call it global warming anymore because Trump supporters are too stupid to know how global warming could cause temperatures to go down. They're too stupid. They're so stupid that global warming confused them. Because you say global warming and then the temperatures get colder, and I guess that confuses people who are sewer stupid, obviously. Here you go. Antarctica's last six months were the coldest on record. So it's not global warming. But so it's so funny that like in official things where they're actually making laws based on these assumptions, they still say global warming. That's not supposed to be the phraseology anymore. It's supposed to be climate change, which is also a little bit troublesome because the climate changes all the time. Has anybody ever heard of the ice ages? There's a reason they can't teach real history in the schools because it it exposes the lie of what they're discussing right now graham hancock knows about those ice ages graham hancock knows all about the ice ages everybody who studies history knows all about the ice ages every history book published before like 1970 would talk extensively or even up to like the 90s you would hear all of this talk about the way climate changed incredibly rapidly over a very short period of time with no human intervention whatsoever they like can't talk about that in any level of truthfulness without revealing that this has happened periodically, that the climate of the earth is constantly in flux, goes through huge swings at some point with forces of such incredible, unimaginable magnitude that the idea that humans could affect it at all is laughable, let alone be the primary driving force behind climate change. It's absurd on its face. Since humanity came to be, there have been three ice ages that have wrecked our population at, at different times. Even since civilization began following the traditional non-Grand Hancock 
timeline of just like Egyptian, you know, civilization and uh, Sumeria and uh, Mesopotamia and, and all this sort of stuff. Even following that, there have been ice ages in like recorded history that wiped out huge populations of uh, human beings to the north and, and forced, you know, ecological changes. I mean, it's so the point of all of this is that, you know, all of these excuses that they're using are very flimsy. All of the claims of global warming, even though they don't call it that anymore, or climate change, even though that's a vague, nonsensical term. Like they lump that in with nitrogen in the soil or plastics in the water. These are completely different topics, one of which is real, one of which is a fabrication that's been chosen as the excuse to deprive you of your liberty, your freedom, your ability to exist as a human being. Your existence itself is a threat to the globe apparently. They're writing glowing articles in the New York Times about people who don't just think that there should be less human beings. Like this is the crazy thing. The moderate view now is the Bill Gates view. The moderate view at this point is the Georgia Guidestones saying we should eliminate uh, 90% of life on earth, right? We should just cut it down by nine out of 10 people should be gone, shouldn't be allowed to exist. That's a moderate view because now they're championing people who say no human being should exist at all. Just return to the animals. It's funny because that was always the that was always the impression I got when reading the gospel. Jesus would always sort of end his parables, saying, "You know, if you don't live up to the word of God, we'll be uh, what's the phrase he uses? The gnashing of teeth, wailing and gnashing of teeth. This is always the image of just like hell, the wailing and gnashing of teeth, right? Just anxiety and 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 misery. But to me, that's the description of the world before humans." You have nothing but the wailing and gnashing of teeth. Animals live, they eat, they die, they fornicate, they die, they live, they eat, they fornicate, they die, they live, they eat, they try not to get eaten, they fornicate, they die. It's just an endless cycle of nothingness. Humanity's the people that actually give meaning to existence, that actually have the capability to conceptualize the infinite and you know make us something more than animals. So to me, it's almost like, you know, you can have hell on earth. It's just no humans. It's just an endless cycle of devouring. And that's sort of what, what they're leading us towards. That's their heaven, apparently. That's what they want. That's what they desire. It's now the moderate view to think that there should be probably a few humans around because we like humans. Now, now, the, now the, the far end of that spectrum is no humans at all, total death, wailing and gnashing of teeth. So all this is to say, yeah, voluntary human extinction. May we live long and die out. And of course, this combines with the story we've been covering about uh, euthanasia in Canada celebrating uh, death. Uh, basically, if you can't be controlled, they want you dead. And even if you can be controlled, it's simply to make sure that you don't you know, try to uh, perpetuate life in any uh, – you know, they don't want to give an unfair advantage to life. It's just it's the it's the craziest thing ever. I guess it has to do with like a, the, the scientific view of humanity. This idea you always hear of just like we're just a speck. We're just a speck. We're just a single speck in this massive universe, millions of planets. Like who are we? Who are we? It's like well, we're the we're the jewel. We're the diamond. We're the totally unique. Like what if you had a an infinite beach of of pebbles? Yeah, if. If 99.9999999% of pebbles are just lifeless rocks, but one of those is this 
teeming engine of life, you're, it's, it's an important thing. It's actually more important than all of the other rocks combined. It's actually, it's not just one rock amongst any, it's the most important rock of all time. Take a look at the known universe. Just take a look at the solar system, the nine planets that are just dead, barren, boring. You know, they always say things like, they're like, well, but the other planets are so much more magnificent than Earth. Uh, Mount Olympian or whatever it's called in uh, Mars, four times the height of Everest. It's like, yeah, but does it have any trees? Is it snow-capped in the winter? Right? Is it, is it home to any snow leopards by any chance? Or is it just a giant pile of dirt? Is it just the same dirt all over the planet everywhere? Like you go, I mean, I can put a rock, I can put a cinder block on the ground here in Texas. If I pick it up a week later, it's going to have more life than the rest of the universe combined living underneath it. There's going to be a cockroach. There's going to be a spider building its nest. There's going to be ants building tunnels through it. I mean, it's, there's going to be worms. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not the most pleasant life, but it certainly is life. And it's just like, that's just one square foot on earth. Uh, And we have, you know, so it's this idea that just like, what is earth? Earth's just another planet. There's billions of planets. It's the only planet with the exact right conditions for life, but not just that it has conditions for life. It's that this is a flash in the pan. It's that a billion years ago, there were no conditions for life. And a couple million years hence, there will be no conditions for life. This is a temporal uh, irregularity that has allowed life to exist. And it's a beautiful, gorgeous thing. And these people just despise it. They literally just despise it. They wish we were all like all of those other planets, just barren wastelands, the same landscape everywhere you look as far as the eye can see. There aren't, there aren't canyons. There aren't caves. There aren't diamonds. They're like, oh, but it, it rains diamonds on Venus. Oh, what, you mean it's a constant maelstrom of death everywhere? Oh, my God, that's amazing. That's so amazing and beautiful. There's nothing amazing and beautiful about any of the other planets. Uh, it's all about planet Earth, and that's the planet they're trying to destroy while claiming they're trying to save it. They're trying to save this planet by killing all of the things that make it worthwhile and lovely and livable. So all this is to say that their claims of climate change, global warming, so absurd, so ridiculous that it can't last that much longer. People aren't going to be kept in their homes on the basis of you breathe carbon so you have to stay inside. I, People are not that brainwashed. Oh, but you get a world war going. Oh, you get, you get global conflict. You get terrorist bombings in major cities. You get ethnic conflict breaking out in the streets. You get nuclear weapons dropping. Well, now you have a license to do anything. Now you have a, a blank slate. You can write whatever tyrannical rules you want on it. You can justify anything when you have a, a world war, especially if that world war breaks down into intra-country conflicts between populations within a single country that's the real excuse they'll use to bring about your enslavement all of this other stuff is just preliminary setting the stage christmas 2022 is almost here and we have great products at infowarstore.com that empower your body your libido your immune system that just enrich your life so whether it's vitamin mineral fusion or dna force plus or body's ultimate turmeric formula they're all still in stock Discounted up to 60% with promo code 1776. And now, finally, we have brought back free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com on orders of $50 or more and big discounts on the regular shipping as well. Plus, the book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, signed or unsigned, it's also available with free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com. So, again, that's free shipping on all orders 
$50 or more at InfoWorkStore.com and up to 60% off at checkout with promo code 1776. And we've got the signed and unsigned copies of the Great Reset War for the World book as well, which make perfect stocking stuffers. Don't wait. Take action at InfoWorkStore.com today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this forbidden broadcast, this resistance movement to the world prison that is being erected around us as we speak, everything from centralized digital coins replacing physical money to constant unrelenting surveillance of the every, every moment of your existence, having to ask permission from a centralized authority to merely travel 15 minutes from your home. I mean, these are the things that aren't speculation. They aren't a wild-eyed Alex Jones rant from 20 years ago. I mean, they are that too because he knew this was coming and predicted all of this. So, you know, there is that little, little kink in the mix, but it's happening. And if you want to take a look at you know, what this looks like in practice, you can turn to China, and it's no big surprise that the people running this operation, the World Economic Forum, themselves are enamored and indeed in some ways in love with China and the power that they exert over their people. Just remember, every time you hear somebody making some argument for democracy or saying that we have to pay trillions of dollars to foreign countries as as penance for the climate change and the pollution that we're causing. All of these very same people are at this moment pouring money, investment, time, and glory onto China who doesn't even pay lip service to democracy. They despise democracy. You can be arrested in China for celebrating democracy. And they themselves are one singular country that produces as much pollution as the rest of the world combined. So you can just ignore these claims. All these people making these claims, predicated on all these wonderful ideas like democracy and saving the earth, they are shameless hypocrites that only want power. Just see through their lies, open up your eyes, cut to the truth of the matter, and listen to their own words. Here's Klaus Schwab salivating, filleting the Chinese tyrants and their population of citizen prisoners. Let's watch. ...launch in China of shaping the fourth industrial revolution. Thanks also to the leadership of China in terms of fighting the pandemic, in terms of reinvigorating its economy, we have now a window of opportunity to create this global reset which we all need. But the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for quite a number of countries. Uh, the World Economic Forum has been associated with China since the beginning of its reform and opening up policy. I came to China the first time and we had our first event in 1979. So we are celebrating 40 years of cooperation. I have witnessed the great uh, ascension of China. Uh, it has become the number two and soon it will be the number one economic power uh, in the world. 
it's just uh, mind-boggling what has been achieved in the last 40 years. And I'm sure, particularly with its focus on the fourth industrial revolution, uh, China will continue. Now, if I look back three years ago, many of the technologies which I described at that time were still considered science fiction. And today, they have become a commonplace. We have to go one step further. We have to have a strategic mood. We have to construct the world of tomorrow. It's a systemic transformation of the world. So we have to define how the world should look like which we want to come out of this transformation period. I uh, respect uh, China's achievements, which are tremendous over the last uh, over 40 years. I think it's um, a role model for many countries. Give me liberty or give me death at Unwalkable Pod, World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab declares on Chinese state TV, China is a model for all nations. I can't even do his accent in a way that is appropriately um, worm-like. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, second hour of American Journal has begun. I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. The number to dial is one 789 2539 Give us a call here at American Journal, one 789 2539 I'm still delaying getting into uh, Kanye West on the Gavin McGinnis program yesterday. I want to push that back as far as possible because I know it's going to be uh, – going to be a long, complicated conversation, I guess you might say. The good news is, or bad news, depending on how you look at it, we have a lot of other stuff to cover in the meantime. Let's take a look at uh, how the old war is going, shall we? You know, the all-important war to keep Volodymyr Zelensky in power. It's almost impossible to get accurate information about what's going on. I didn't really get into it. Uh, last week, but there was a statement from van der Leyen, the president of the EU, where she made a claim that like a hundred thousand Ukrainian officers have died in this war, and then that statement was immediately taken down, re-uploaded. The speech was re-uploaded, but with that particular part taken out of the speech, despite the fact that nobody is contending that that isn't an accurate read, they didn't come out and say, "Ah, oh, we said the number that turned out to not be." They just quietly removed it. So I think the takeaway here is that the Ukrainian war effort has been just incredibly deadly. Just at least tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians dying for uh, what appears to be uh, nothing. Appears to be nothing. And then you have – I should have grabbed all this stuff from from last week. Last week was a – a bunch of strange things with the Ukrainian war. You had the the president's wife saying Ukrainians are willing to go years without power to defeat the Russians. It's like, and you're saying this on on a video camera, live, a live connection. So you have electricity. So you, you're good. You're good. The presidential palace will have electricity. 
the authorities will have electricity. The people at the top, they'll have electricity. And those people who have electricity are dictating to the rest of Ukrainians, you will be okay with freezing for two or three years to defeat our political enemies. Like let them eat cake, but at least they got to eat cake in that situation. (laughs) So let them eat cake, except instead of eating cake, you're freezing to death. So interesting tactic taking there. And then you have... Zelensky coming out and saying the only negotiations for peace that will take place, Crimea has to be returned to Ukraine, which they lost years and years and years ago. So it's just setting completely irresponsible goals that can never be reached. And then, uh, you know, in between making these statements about the suffering of your own people, you, you do a quick, quick pose for a Vogue photo shoot. And the idea that Sean, I think it was Sean Penn went over there and gave Zelensky an Oscar. I mean, it's like, it's like the most beautiful thing ever. It's, it's like we're living through some sort of bad reality show. This actor playing the part of a, of a president. It's just amazing. The actual numbers here, this is the latest Javelin Stinger stockpiles running low, according to the Raytheon CEO. Raytheon CEO stresses the company's arsenal of javelins and stingers are running low due to the massive aid being sent to Ukraine. Javelin anti-tank and stinger anti-tank missiles are depleting at an alarming rate, with the arsenals being voided of weapons that took years to produce within just months. Raytheon Technology CEO Greg Hayes said Monday, citing the United States' flow of aid into Ukraine as being the reason. The United States has been sending javelins and singers into Kiev in the thousands, and they have been acclaimed as one of the reasons why Ukraine has been able to hold ground as well as it has over the course of the war. Raytheon, in partnership with Lockheed Martin, is producing around 400 javelins per month, the CEO revealed, noting that the stream of weapons into Ukraine has been driving – has been uh, driving eating through the company's – okay, it's kind of a – Weird way to phrase this. Uh, Through the two companies' stockpile of shoulder-mounted weapons. Meanwhile, the United States has sent 5,500 javelins and 1,400 stingers to Ukraine as of May, with the number definitely being a lot higher due to several aid packages approved since then. The problem is we have consumed so much supply in the first 10 months of the war, the arms manufacturer conglomerate CEO said, stressing the stream of arms used up to five years' worth of javelin production and 13 years' worth of stinger production, wondering who is going to replenish the depleted stockpiles. Well, obviously the American taxpayers. Obviously the American people who have no dog in this fight have nothing to gain from Ukraine whatsoever. Uh, Obviously we will be paying the price, as we already are, as we've paid for this in the first place. But that's the headline right there. They have consumed 13 years worth of stinger production and five years worth of javelin production in just the first few months of this war. A war that will continue on for a very long time. Buy Raytheon stock. Yeah, buy Raytheon. It's actually up today. Yeah, Hmm. buy Raytheon. Oh, is it up today? Oh, yeah. You know it. It's wonderful. That's the only thing we manufacture anymore. It's the only thing we create. It's the only thing we sell to other countries. Just flaming liquid death we can't make cars anymore it's too expensive you can't make anything else the only things that we actually keep in this country we keep because of uh, national security reasons but national security sort of goes out the window when we give all of our weaponry over to somebody else who either uses it against russians and completely fails to actually make any gains or as has been reported recently 
Uh, they get sold to North African terrorist networks. I actually saw a fact check. Let me see if it's still up on Google News because they uh, it just you know it's one of these hilarious fact checks where they're like, uh, it's it's unconfirmed. They lo- they rated this claim as unconfirmed. I don't know if it's still up here. Uh, unsubstantiated Buhari claims uh, that Ukraine war feeds arms to West Africa. Uh, Muhammadu Buhari, the president of Nigeria, has said weapons being used for the war in Ukraine and Russia are equally beginning to filter to the region. This illegal movement of arms continues to threaten our collective peace and security in the region. Nigerian President Muhammadu Buhari claimed in late November that weapons from the Ukraine war are showing up in the Lake Chad Basin region, region where they're helping terrorist groups and making chronic security problems worse. And it's hilarious because they say this is unsubstantiated. I mean, I would think a statement from the president of Nigeria would be considered substantiated. It's almost like the it's almost like the media, you know, sort of gives up what they mean by substantiated. What they mean by unsubstantiated is they mean that the American intelligence agencies haven't told the media that they can go with this story yet. They haven't informed their media cohorts that they can acknowledge that this is actually happening yet. So therefore, it's unsubstantiated. The only substantiation that the mainstream media in America considers legitimate is when it comes from the American intelligence agencies who are, of course, engaged in nothing nothing other than manipulation and lies. I mean that's what they're there for. That's the point of their existence is the silent information war of propaganda worldwide. So they're the only ones they trust. They're the only ones who can substantiate claims like this, not the president of the country where it's taking place. Pretty incredible. The statement was signed and released by Buhari's special advisor on media and publicity, Fima Adesina, on November 29th. They say it's, uh, it's unsubstantiated though. But we haven't, we haven't looked. We haven't checked. Uh, there's no reason why it shouldn't be true. If anybody would have this authority to know this, it would be the president of the country and the region. But because we haven't looked into it, haven't noticed it, and because it reflects badly on our ill-advised and seemingly infinite warmongering for Ukraine, uh, then we're going to go ahead and say it's unsubstantiated. We're going to throw some, some water on that fire to try to put out that flame before it uh, gets too big. And, of course, they won't even consent to tracking where this money goes. So they know it's perfectly likely that it's going to places like terrorist groups in the Congo, and the money for that is going directly into the pockets of the corrupt Ukrainians that we are funneling this money through. But they won't say that. Just think about that, folks. Five years worth of Javelin production and 13 years worth of a year's worth of stinger production and they're losing the war we're not going to be able to make up these stockpiles until 2035 and for what and why oh and by the way you're paying for every missile until about 150 years ago cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors they associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. 
But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winner's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need money. All right. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep going. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection. Objection. All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. And- you're listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. and gentlemen just you know you gotta you gotta wonder you really gotta wonder how we ended up in a place where the leaders of the world the controllers as Huxley called them seem so universally engaged in destructive behavior and this, you know, it's the same thing that, that we talk about all the time here. We get callers and, and even internally we have these conversations where it's like, you know, Elon Musk is an evil guy. He's evil. We shouldn't be celebrating him. And it's like you realize that we are in a world where every billionaire, every popular politician, every world leader, every industrial philanthropist is engaged in the open destruction of our very way of life and openly engaged in depopulation programs. And you get one guy that even if he's not perfect, actually makes legitimate tangible moves that move us away from that world and more towards one of freedom. Of course, we're going to latch onto that. Of course, we're going to celebrate that. I mean, you worship the guy like there's this weird there's this weird like either or just there's no spectrum. There's just it's it's either side of the coin. Either you you hate this person. You think they're the devil incarnate. and We have to kill him and destroy him or you worship at his feet and think he can do no wrong and praise everything he does like it's God himself speaking to you. And it's like or they're human beings or oh, here's an idea. They're human beings with different ideas and it's OK to celebrate the good people doing the good things. And it's okay to use your own judgment and determine whether somebody is doing a good thing for the sake of doing a good thing or doing a good thing in a 
you know, dishonest or, you know, grifting sort of way where they're just taking advantage of, you know, the lack of support that anybody who actually celebrates liberty gets in these times. So I don't know. It's it's sad that we're at this point. It's sad that we don't have industrialists or billionaires or anybody in any position of power that's actually fighting against what's going on. You get the Elon Musk, you get a Kanye West, you get an Alex Jones, you get, you know, some people here or there actually standing up against it. And you celebrate them, but you also know that they're not perfect and they're likely going to, you know, reveal them their, their true selves eventually. Or Donald Trump, right? One of those things, people that think that, like, oh, Donald Trump was in on it the whole time. Like, have you ever been attacked by these people? Have you ever felt what it's like? To have articles written about you that lie about you and to have people believe them and actually change the way they think about you. Do you think this is something that people just do on a whim? Donald Trump's like, oh, yeah, demonize me. Demonize me. Make me the devil because it's all part of your plan, and I'm fine with that. People think Alex Jones, people think Alex Jones being sued is all some big scam. It's like, do you think it's fun to spend half of your waking life trying to fight for your very existence this is just a game it's all like winks and nods all right we're going to sue you and we're going to destroy your reputation and we're going to investigate you from a thousand different angles and we're going to surveil you and and spy on you all the time and you're going to pretend that it's that it is really sucks but actually everything's fine and good but we are going to actually take your money because we need to be able to show the you know show the receipts that we are actually destroying you in real time and you see the people like Donald Trump and Alex Jones are just like, yeah, great, sounds good, destroy me. That's that's wonderful. I'll be your sacrificial lamb. Like, some things are real. Some like, there's a, there's a there is a psychosis in on the right side, which is understandable because we get screwed over so much because everybody we trust it turns out to be a, a bad person ninety nine percent of the time. So it makes sense. It's like a it's like a dog who's been beaten by his owner. It's like you're not just gonna, he's not just going to be able to you know trot over to you and and you know, lick your face and, and trust you all of a sudden. He's going to be suspicious of you because all of the humans he's in there interacted with have beaten him, right? So we're like, we're like the beaten dogs, the conservatives, the freedom lovers. We're just, we're the, the abused puppies uh, who are just scared to show any affection to anybody. But unfortunately, when there is somebody, you know, worth showing affection or worth celebrating, uh, they get uh, demonized even harder by the other the other half of us that's just uh, scared of, of embracing anyone. But the reality is that like when you go up against these people, they really do turn everyone on you. They really do turn the entire world against you. And, you know, maybe that's the reason that people don't do this. And maybe, you know, Elon Musk is sitting there going, I spent $44 billion. I let all of their friends out of, out of uh, Twitter jail. I, I'm reinstating you know, freedom of speech on this global platform of the utmost importance. I'm revealing the internal discussions that show exactly how the First Amendment is being destroyed, and they still hate me, and they still call me a a, a, a weasel and, you know, the Antichrist. Like, why would they help us? Why would anybody help anybody on our side Is even, if even the people who help us, we disparage and, you know, don't trust? Like, there's a reason more people don't come on our side. Because even when they do, they get attacked by us for some reason. It's so bizarre. It's so 
So strange. Again, you don't just trust them unwittingly. You don't just be, you don't just become credulous. You know, you should still be incredulous. You should still make them, you know, live up to their statements. But uh, it's very sad how, how this entire world is being governed by people who just openly despise humanity, but, you know, Americans, white people in particular. Boy, do they have it out for us. So, yeah, it makes sense why people actually sort of gravitate to people who just don't openly despise them. There's a reason a lot of people love Elon Musk. Nobody loves Bill Gates. And they don't even they, – they literally don't even care. Uh, all right, we'll go out to your uh, phone calls in just a second, but um, – InfoWars has this story. White House dismisses Twitter censoring stories on behalf of Joe Biden as old news. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It's old news if you think about it, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said during the daily briefing. That's old news. Everybody knew that Twitter censored the Hunter Biden story. That was old news. We, we are aware of what happened. It's just like they're like, yeah, we already got away with that. Well, you're bringing up our old crime. Uh, we already got away with that crime, actually. So moving on. Okay, next question, please. <laughs> they don't care. They couldn't care less. Folks, you just have to, you have to leave it up to yourself. You have to take your own judgment of these situations. And I would hope that if there's just one singular organization that has not only lived up to our obligation as human beings and Americans to, you know, promote freedom and liberty and not fall into the traps that are set for us continually. I hope that you can recognize the legitimacy of InfoWars. I hope that you can recognize that we get things right a hell of a lot more often than we get things wrong. It's not even close, really. That we will continue to champion free speech for everyone. We will continue to try to celebrate the people helping us and expose the people betraying us And at the end of the day, we're paying the price for this position we've taken. You can help us sustain ourselves under the attack by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Take advantage of the mega blowout sale you're getting up to. 60% off our top-selling products, plus two times Patreon points, plus free shipping with orders over $50, InfoWarsStore.com. It's hard to believe sometimes that we are still live on air, broadcasting free worldwide. And it seems quite real that things can change in an instant. Things are getting very weird, and it's definitely more difficult than ever to even know what's going on. But we'll keep doing our best so long as you keep us on the air. And you can do that now at InfoWarsStore.com. Help us clear out our stock of bodies turmeric, vitamin C with zinc, and alpha power. Turn those shady Federal Reserve notes into the highest quality supplements available while they still last. Now, with free shipping, we thank you for your support. And we wish you a very peaceful, happy, and Merry Christmas. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Halfway through the program today, so just <laughs> oodles, oodles to talk, oodles of news to talk. That should be the name. We're changing the name. It's not American Journal. It'll be Harrison Smith's Oodles of News. <laughs> A plethora, an overabundance. <laughs> Uh, I'm laughing because I feel like I'm going crazy because <laughs> everything is terrible. <laughs> everything is terrible. So at least we can refer to all of the news. It's just the utter rape of humanity. Is, at least we can refer to it as oodles and get a nice chuckle, right? Anyway, we'll go to your phone calls now. We are going to show some clips from the Kanye Fuentes, I'm sorry, yay, Nick Fuentes Gab McGinnis interview that took place yesterday since it touched on things a little bit more serious and uh, spiritual than the Alex Jones interview. And I think actually some, some important points were made, and we'll get into that. Let's go out to your phone calls now. I want to go to Chuck in Toledo. Chuck in Toledo, Ohio, thank you so much for calling in about the conquest of Christianity. Yeah, on the air. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know it's funny. Earlier, you said uh, the Methodists just divided themselves, divide and conquer. And uh, when you said the um, oak, um, was it the UK cutting the city in four pieces? Mm. Um, they did that after World War II in Berlin. In old ancient maps of Jerusalem, it's cut in four pieces. In old maps of New Orleans, it's cut in four pieces. So. The, the the conquest is on, and what's interesting is is these you call them globus, they're really just atheists from ancient days, the Antichrist spirit. Mm. Um, it's a divide and conquer, and so the reason they got to get rid of Christianity is because it's the tree of the fruit of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and human rights and all the Western hard and fought for uh, freedom. Right. The the so, other the other way around. Right. It's the tree that the fruit of all this freedom comes from. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, there's 2,000 years of history of uh, the struggle. Um, and so I just find it interesting that Jerusalem was cut in four pieces in all ancient maps. Uh, and so it seems to be a practice with these guys when they go into their uh, Antichrist mode. Um, but, you know, there's, no, there's a reason why in America there's 40,000 Christian denominations instead of one. <laughs> right. So they've been dividing and dividing. And the last time I went to a church, the preacher got out there and tried to tell me Jesus was gay. So I oh, wanted to get up Lord. and knock him on his head, but uh, I just bit my teeth and then I didn't go back. But it's just these atheist operatives penetrate everything. And so so what we saw with Kanye and, uh, you know, on InfoWars, um, you got to wonder if he just came in to uh, help divide, you know, because he's... Um, Obviously, causing that division. Um, hey, this uh, this is another uh, like I, I get what you're saying, and I totally agree with what you're saying. And actually, um, Matt, our producer, we we he chimed in after we were talking about the part about just the way the central bank digital currency and they're dividing up the city into 15 minute blocks. Uh, you know, and, and Matt's point was, you know, they want to destroy God because they want to be gods. You know, they don't want to have anybody. They don't want to. People need an authority. People just subconsciously, we like having some sort of authority, even if it's just a cultural authority that tells us, you know, that's why people, that's why things like uh, just politeness and etiquette are, you know, so, so relevant still in humanity and, and always have the, you know, there's an etiquette to where like people like knowing where they 
where they belong, what they should be doing at what certain point because you don't want to make a fool out of yourself. So it's good to know sort of the rules. We want some sort of authority. And if it's God, then we have a higher authority to answer to. But if they can get rid of God and make themselves the authority, then that authority can be as as capricious and and you know changing as it wants and it, it still demands our uh, our attention but like things like I, I don't know and maybe i'm wrong here maybe i'm wrong maybe you're I, right i think the other thing too is that i think a lot of the leaders the way they see it is you know these automatons that they rule over need to fear something and if they don't fear god they need to be fearing being watched right all the time right right no yeah they think by the they, control grid yeah yeah they they don't think their fellow human beings are like worthy of of respect or, or any, they treat us like cattle and like they talk about humans like they talk about cattle it's like well they need a sheepdog they need somebody to tell them where to go and what to do so we can slaughter them get, it's freaking but to get there, they gotta they gotta they gotta rule the truth and so that's why yeah. jesus has got to go and god's got to go so it's this thing called natural law and mm-hmm. uh so they, they got to take that away from the youth and, and that makes enslaves them in the darkness but let me ask. Nonsense, let me ask because right? I, I wanted to. You're right, but I, but I wanted to reference what you were saying about Kanye because, like, say what you want about Ye. I think just from my personal observation of him for years, like I've been following what he's been up to and seeing him on. Nobody's controlling him. Nobody's telling him what to do. He is in no way a part of some larger plan. I think he is. Say what you want about what he says. I don't think he has any agenda higher than I'm going to just go up and, and tell the truth and spread love in the way that he's trying to spread love. That is spread love to even the people that the media tells you you're not allowed to love. He's like, screw you. I'm going to love them anyway. And that's what he's trying to do. So I don't know if that's what you're suggesting, Chuck, but like, you know, when people are like, oh, Kanye West is just there to divide people. Like, I don't think Kanye West is going up and going, I'm going to divide people today. And I don't think he's a part of some bigger plan where it's like you will be a tool in our toolkit. You will be you will play the part of the divider in our greater scheme of things. I mean, no, just no, what, what I'm trying to tell you is is that you got your audience and your enemy has their audience, and they set up these little skits within you know on your uh, videos to then rebroadcast segments into the anti info war, mm. and so this game goes on forever in terms of. I guess it's propaganda wars or info wars. You yeah. know, and one last thing for you, for you, let me go. Um, Common Sense Show said there's new laws hidden in the, in the defense authorization bill to take away IP addresses. So uh, mm. you guys better look into it because if, if they pull your IP, game over. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard of that. Thanks for let, uh, letting us know that. Well, uh, I would like to investigate that. Who'd you said was talking Common about Common Sense Show, uh, the last broadcast he did on YouTube, Common sense show. saying that there's some language hidden in the defense authorization bill. I don't know how to validate that. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll look into through, it. We get, if they get that through, we're all going to be delisted. Very good point. <laughs> and, of course, they're, uh, they're making moves in that regard anyway. Thank you so much for the call, Chuck. I do appreciate it. Let's go to Daniel in North Carolina who wants to talk about Elon Musk. Thanks for calling in, Daniel. You are on the air. Uh, good morning, Harrison. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, I wanted to call and agree with you about Elon. Um, from what I've seen, uh, what with him getting his electric semis out here during the diesel shortage, like right on time, and how they're coming after him for basically saying we need more people and we can still be a planet Earth and do more. Like, I think he is uh, a good-hearted guy. The persona he puts out, 
is that he is um, a normal-ish, you know, lover of the people. But he also has these ideas. He's a, an idea guy, problem solver, and he's got several deals with DARPA on his Starlink stuff. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's a viable option for one of our industrial leaders into the future who's not going to be like, you know, metaverse people. Yeah. And look, even – Yeah, you know? even – I mean even in your short statement, I'm, I'm thinking of so many different ways to take this because – and one thing, if you look at the – in the past of America, you had these industrial leaders who clearly thought they were doing right for you know the people of the world. They were good-hearted. Their ideas turned out to be – kind of creepy and dehumanizing in some ways. Like if you watch the old presentation of Walt Disney presenting Disney World, which was supposed to be like a self-contained community. It wasn't a theme park. It was like a place for people to live and work. And, you know, it's this 1960 very like, it'll be bright and sunny, but it's like, but also it's all inside. So it'll never rain. And, you know, there will be the subclass of people who will work underground. And like, it's all like kind of very creepy, but at least we used to have industrialists that uh, would put their money, time and energy towards trying to help the American people and uh, in support of our American beliefs, even if the way it came out was maybe not as beneficial as they would have wanted it to be. Uh, We'll go to more of your phone calls on the other side. Talk a little bit about uh, what else we can learn from Elon Musk, Kanye West, and the other wrong thinkers. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic. The man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history, and thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com, or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence, and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at InfoWars.com and the support of the fight starts at InfoWarsStore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Harrison Smith here, Infowars.com, band.video. I really don't want to just make 
this show a constant like we told you so? But darn it if we didn't tell you so. <laughs> darn it if it's not just the case that this is what happens when you try to read the news. And it's even like I like well, I was talking about in the in the previous segment where you know the White House is just like this is old news. White House coordinating with Twitter to take down their political opponents. Pfft, this is old news. Everybody knows this. It's like hey, yeah, I guess. But we should probably have some action to redress this fact. You can't just brush this off. I mean, I get you know. I guess this is what it just happens when the people who are being accused are also the ones who run the courtroom, as it were, in the court of public opinion. They just get to go, yeah, but who cares? Yeah, you caught us doing a crime, but frankly, we're not going to pay attention to that. It's like, well, it's not up to you whether there's any – yeah, obviously the criminal doesn't want to – you know, wants to roll his eyes at the uh, exposure of his crime, but you're not the one that gets to decide that. It's up to us, and it's up to Republicans in particular – Republican politicians, but also just the media outlets to not let them get away with this. They're not going to they're not going to show contrition. They're not going to show shame. They're not going to apologize or beg for forgiveness. It's all about power to them, and they have the power at this point, so they'll try to ignore it. It's up to us to hold them to account. One of the places that hopefully they're being held to account is with the covid scam. You know, the disease that they created in a lab that killed millions of people and shut down the entire world and let them reform it into a living air – you know, open-air concentration camp. At least uh, Rand Paul is claiming that he's going to hold Fauci to the fire, approaching the appropriate rhetoric, which is not to say uh, Fauci should leave us alone, but rather to say Fauci will be held to account for his crimes. He'll be tried and hopefully convicted. Now, as part of this, there's a there's been an Anthony Fauci deposition, and again, it's stuff that we've known forever. And so, part of me is just like, well, what is the point of exposing this if nobody's going to do anything about it? What is the point of presenting your evidence of the crime to a court if they're not going to actually act on that evidence? The other half of me is just shocked that, despite the fact that we've been talking about this sort of stuff for literally years. People even in our own sphere don't know this sort of stuff. I saw yesterday so many people, including people like Charlie Kirk and others, who were shocked to find out that Anthony Foucher's daughter worked at Twitter. Shocked. Flabbergasted. They couldn't believe it. Postmillennial has a story. Fauci's daughter worked for Twitter during pandemic. Deposition reveals. The deposition that just took place apparently revealed this fact. Which is kind of odd because we've been covering this since at least March of 2021. Here's a story from the National Pulse. Fauci's daughter is a software engineer at Twitter, a company which suspends people for disagreeing with her father, published March 3rd, 2021. This is the weird thing. This is the bizarre thing that you get all these revelations and it's all stuff that we've known forever and have told everybody. And I guess it just has never gotten out. I guess it just – just nobody cares. It's just so bizarre. So strange. So please, folks, share these links. Please share this information. Please tell people about what we're telling you now. Because in two years, they're all going to find this out and be shocked by it. But just, just tell them now what's happening. Inform them today of what's going on. And hopefully we can save ourselves two years of suffering and allowing the criminals to get away with it.
We'll get more into the deposition a little bit later. We're going to try to bring someone on this week who can help us go through with a uh, fine-tooth comb and identify exactly what is uh, pertinent and what is not. It's like 500 pages of deposition. Uh, So we'll go through it and and point out some of the things some of the people involved say are important, but we really want to get to the bottom of it, and we'll bring on an expert to talk about that later this week. In the meantime, let's go out to your phone calls. We have Chris in Iowa who wants to talk about Elon and supplements. Thanks for calling in. Chris, uh, you are on the air. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. You hear me okay? Yes, sir. Great. So, you know, I uh, agree with a lot of what you have to say about Elon, but I, I think that, uh, he, he, you know, he's got so much power. And I believe, you know, he wants to take over the government and New World Order. I think that's what he wants. And, you know, I hear everybody talking such good things about Elon, and I just can't get by the fact that he is saying God's word and not not using them in quotations. Um, he scares me a lot. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, he doesn't scare me. I mean, I'm I'm a lot more scared of people like Jeff Bezos and and Bill Gates who are just openly you know, engaged in our destruction. Like that, that's the other thing. Like there are some people that we know hundred percent. There's no question about it. These people are part of the plan and you can see the way they're act, the way they act and the way they're treated and the way they're talked about and the way they, you know, manipulate. And like, it's obvious. And then you look at the way Elon is doing things. It's not in a controlled fashion. It's not in a managed fashion. He seems to be legitimately just doing this stuff. Uh, so I, I, trust him as far as I can see his actions and I make judgments off of that. So again, he's wearing this creepy armor. I don't, maybe that's a sign. Maybe it's not. He's trying to do Neuralink. That's despicable and, you know, completely in line with the dehumanization stuff. The other thing, and I wanted to mention this with a previous caller with Elon, take a look at what is happening with Elon and realize that he is a great example of the fact that these people demand 100% submission to them elon musk is i mean if you tack up his good and bad you know the pros and cons and you you grade it on different rubrics right you say like according to the to the globalist is elon a good guy or a bad guy and you can tack things i mean the the good uh pile is extremely high with elon he you know uh he's doing Neuralink. they gotta love that tesla they're all about electric cars he is the leader of that the uh Self-driving cars, another very convenient tool for tyranny. He's helping them with that. The Starlink internet provider, he's been providing it free to the entire country of Ukraine this entire time. He's providing it free all over Iran for this entire time to give the protesters a way to communicate. Unlike Apple, who will shut down their you know, their uh, communication platforms to stop protesters in China from talking to each other. Elon Musk, the pile of his you know, pro-globalist scheme plan, you know, attributes, extremely high. But it doesn't matter because even if you have a just a slight little, just a single item in the anti-globalist platform, they will try to destroy you. They will go after, they will use everything they have to go after you and try to destroy you and try to rob you of every red cent, destroy your reputation, and maybe send you to jail. Like it's a lesson to be learned. It doesn't matter how much you capitulate to these people. It doesn't matter how much you serve them. If you are not 100% in their camp, they despise you and will try to destroy you. And I think that's so, an important lesson to, to learn from Elon as well. Quickly, Chris, I do want to move on to another call. Right, right. So I know the supplements, you guys, the supplements I work out, 
seven days a week. And I tell you what, they work so well. The Faithful Beat is on par. So thank you guys so much with the great supplements and always support InfoWars. They are the leaders. Thank you very thank much, you. Chris. I, I really appreciate that. And, uh, and yeah, like, I love when people call in and just, I, I like this Elon, like, yay stuff because people actually disagree with me a lot and they disagree with each other a lot. And I really don't want this platform to be just like one message over and over. And, uh, and I also hope the callers that I disagree with understand that, like, you can believe whatever you want. I, we got different opinions, and uh, and that's what makes America great. <laughs> it's actually what we all – yeah, I think we can all agree on that. So uh, that's a good starting point. Let's go to David in Mississippi now. He wants to talk about Supreme, Supreme Court Docket 22380. What is on the docket, David? Well, this is a docket where the, they can get rid of all of the Supreme Court – I'm sorry, the Congress, 380, over 380 members, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah, and this is the problem. Nobody is talking about this. I, my dad has been keeping up with this. Um, the problem is he just <laughs> – he sent me TikTok videos about people talking about it, and they never provide anything for me to check, so I never feel comfortable bringing it to air. So please, can somebody point me to where I can read about this? Because apparently there is a Supreme Court case that they say has the ability to essentially overthrow the government and basically claim that several hundred well, congressmen have their seats through fraud. Explain this, David. It's going unopposed. The government never responded. Okay. And so it's going to Supreme Court on January 6th. Get that. Right. Yeah, that's the same one my and, dad's talking about. Yeah. Right. And you can actually go to the Supreme Court website and just do a quick search of that docket. And it comes right up. You know what's hilarious? I literally just typed into Google Supreme Court 22380. And uh, the first two are uh, the Supreme Court... And the third is TikTok. <laughs> it's like I said, this is being discussed on TikTok, but like nowhere else. And I don't use TikTok material if it's not, you know, pertinent and, and well sourced. So I'm gonna look into that right now during this break. We'll go to a, a, a segment for the first five. We get back, me and David will break this down for you. Stay tuned, folks. Third hour just ahead. Until about 150 years ago, cultures all over the world believed that people got sick and died in many cases in the winter because of something called vapors. They associated these poisonous vapors with cold weather. Of course, it wasn't the cold weather or catching a chill that killed people. What was killing people was a lack of vitamin D3. You see, the sun via your skin helps your body produce vitamin D3. But if you're not getting enough sun, you will not produce vitamin D3, and then it's very easy for viruses and other things to start replicating and taking your body over. So now it's more important than ever, because the winter's here, to take high-quality vitamin D3, and we have the best with our vitamin D3 gummies with calcium for better upload into your body for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Don't wait. Support the InfoWar and your immune system with vitamin D3 gummies at InfoWarsStore.com. 